I'm Daniel Levine, and this is the Bio Report. The gut is the body's largest sensory organ with a surface area 100 times that of the skin. It contains more nerve cells than the spinal cord, most of the immune system, and 95% of the body's serotonin. Calliope has assembled a discovery and translation platform to develop therapies to treat metabolic, gastrointestinal, and neurologic conditions by targeting the gut-brain connection. We spoke to Nancy Thornberry, chair of R&D of Calliope, about the gut-brain connection, the company's platform technology, and the case for targeting these interactions to treat a wide range of conditions. Nancy, thanks for joining us. Uh, Happy to be here. We're going to talk about the gut-brain connection Calliope and its efforts to develop drugs that target the complex circuitry that connects the gut to the brain to treat neurological, gastrointestinal, and metabolic conditions. I suspect while many listeners may have heard about the gut-brain connection, most people won't know how extensive this relationship is. What's understood today about the relationship between the gut and the brain? Uh, So the gut-brain axis is formally defined as the bidirectional communication between the gut and the brain. And this communication occurs in two ways. It occurs um, with hormonal circuits or hormones that are released from the gut in response to various stimuli and communicate with the brain and other organs. And it's composed of neural circuits. So basically, you know, elements of the nervous system that modulate this communication between the gut and the brain. What is the enteric nervous system and how extensive is that? So the the gut-brain axis is composed of several different components. Um, So the gut itself, um, what is called the vagus nerve, which is the primary neural conjugate between the gut and the brain, the brainstem that basically integrates signals from the vagus nerve and hormones and communicates with the brain and the enteric nervous system. So the enteric nervous system is a sheath of nerves uh, that surround your gut. And it's very extensive. It's composed of maybe 300 or 400 million neurons Uh, that help to modulate this communication between the gut, the brain, and other organs. And ultimately, what's the case that what's happening in the gut can affect what's happening in the brain? Right. So the gut-brain axis has been linked to multiple areas of physiology. And many of those are in the areas you mentioned earlier, which are the major areas of focus at Calliope. So metabolism is a very um, well-validated area in which, for which gut-brain communication is essential. Um, 
the gastrointestinal function also modulated by gut brain signals and then various aspects of neurological function. And some of the best evidence for the latter is really around um, vagal nerve stimulation, for example. This is a technique that's used medically that actually stimulates that nerve I was talking to you before about, which is the primary conduit between the gut and the brain. And that it activates the vagal nerve and that has actually been approved as a treatment for epilepsy, for cluster headache, uh, and for refractory depression. So that also provides you know, a clue that the gut-brain um, axis is important in some of those neurological disorders. Uh, there's also evidence for Parkinson's and autism, and I'm happy to uh, describe some of those elements later. One of the compelling aspects of what Calliope is doing is that it's potentially targeting neurologic conditions by delivering small molecule therapies to the gut without having to cross the blood-brain barrier. Can you explain? Yes. So the circuits I mentioned earlier, the hormonal circuits that are involved in this communication, and again, I can describe later, these are, these are many of the circuits important in metabolism, or the neural circuits that emanate from the gut to the brain, all of those circuits originate in the gut. So technically, you can target them with small molecule therapeutics to, for example, receptors or enzymes or other targets that reside in the gut and stimulate these signaling pathways that I mentioned, either the hormonal circuits or the neural circuits. Calliope is developing Clarity, uh, it's a therapeutic platform for the discovery and translation of gut-brain biology. None of the basic technology is all that unique to Calliope, but can you talk about how the advent of these different elements is enabling a new understanding of gut-brain biology and what it's allowing you to do today that might not previously have been possible? Right, and I think you capture, really capture the reason for the formation of the company. The founders of Calliope are preeminent scientists from Columbia University, uh, recognize just what you said, which is here you have a system that's been linked to so many important areas of physiology and disease, but that there's a, a lack of understanding about how this system works. How is this communication mediated? And they appreciated that many new technologies that were developed for the study of biology for the study of systems neuroscience could be applied to seek a better, more comprehensive understanding of the signaling that would enable us to tackle it in a, or go after therapeutics in a, um, you know, in a much more scientifically informed way. So that was the basis for the company. And that remains kind of our mission today to build a comprehensive understanding of the signaling, and then to tap into that understanding to develop new therapeutics in areas of high unmet need. Walk us through the various elements of your platform and explain how it works and how it can lead to the discovery of novel therapies. Sure. So um, as you mentioned, it's not a single technology that we use to understand this. It really requires an integration of multiple technologies. 
And that's what we call our Clarity Platform. Furthermore, it's not just technology to understand the basic biology, but we have platform elements that also help us increase the probability of success of our programs. So regarding the former, in terms of a better understanding of the system, single cell sequencing has been foundational to the company since the beginning. And when the company started in 2015, this was a, this was a very new technology. And what single cell sequencing allows us to do is to understand what every specialized cell type is in those various compartments of the gut-brain axis that I described. The gut itself, the vagus nerve, the enteric nervous system, and the brain stem. And just for some context, um, the surface area of the, the lining of your intestine is about 100 times the surface area of the skin. So there's a lot of landscape there to explore. And understanding what all those specialized cell types is is critically important to a overall understanding of the system. The second piece of the platform um, involves various circuit tracing methodologies. So what this does is it allows us to say, now that we understand what the specialized cell types are, we can start to understand how they communicate with each other. And for this, we turn to systems neuroscience and using technologies like anatomical tracing or imaging that allow us to understand cell-to-cell -cell communication. And then finally, on the discovery side, we use optogenetics and chemogenetics, which are incredibly sophisticated technologies that allow you to get genetic control over those individual cell types and activate them either with light or with a ligand to a designer receptor that has been genetically engineered into the cell. And then you can activate these cells and you can look at the resulting physiology. So for example, the vagus nerve is known to control aspects of feeding. What we can do is with an understanding of the different specialized cell types in the vagus nerve, we can then individually activate them and see which individual neurons are responsible for feeding. Then we could take that a step further and say, well, are there receptors that are expressed on those neurons um, that we can target with small molecule therapeutics? So hopefully that gives you a sense of how we can use these technologies to discover new targets uh, that can modulate um, various important aspects of physiology. How many different cell types are you pursuing and are some better candidates for therapeutic targeting than others? Uh, yes. So the good news is that it sounds like an almost intractable problem, but the reality is there are only, let's say, um, a couple of dozen highly specialized cell types that modulate some of the really important physiology in the gut. Um, likewise, in the vagus nerve, I think there are something like 25 different specialized cell types. And, um, you know, the enteric nervous system, where we've spent a lot of time, we now have a comprehensive understanding of all of those cell types. Um, so it's actually uh, not a, um, a difficult, uh, it's, it's time consuming, but uh, with the sophisticated technologies that we have, 
we really can kind of march through these cell types to try and understand their physiology. And to your point about how do we focus in on the most important cell types, we're very interested in diabetes and obesity and getting to some of the root cause of that problem. And for that, we like to understand the feeding circuits. So we look at cell types in the gut that contain receptors for nutrients. And that gives us kind of a starting point uh, to try and modulate those cells that may be important in feeding. Targeting desired cells without hitting off-target effects is always a challenge in drug development. The company has what it calls gut-targeting chemistry. What does this involve and how unique are the receptors you're targeting to the cells in the gut? They're actually quite selective um, for the cell types that we want to target. So there are a couple of things in there to unpack. Um, First of all, gut-targeted chemistry, uh, it's appealing for many reasons. First of all, our targets are in the gut, so it's not necessary to have compounds that are absorbed into the circulation uh, to actually modulate the biology we're trying to modulate. And that really um, is a huge edge for us because it it uh, basically um, helps to avoid off-target toxicities that can often be detrimental in a drug discovery program. Um, and so that's been core to our platform from the beginning. And we target receptors in the gut, but we're also interested in enzymes and other potential targets And so uh, the team here has developed different types of chemistry, different types of approaches, depending on the types of targets we're going after. So that is kind of the chemistry piece of it. Uh, As for how we select those targets, uh, as I mentioned, we're very interested in feeding. And uh, the hormones that modulate satiety, which is a feeling of fullness, and glucose control are actually well understood. So we can look in the gut and say, where are those hormones expressed? What cells are they being released from? And what are the corresponding receptors that sit on those cell types? And so for that, um, there's quite a lot of specificity built into the system, and we are selectively targeting those cell types via those nutrient receptors. Does that make sense? Yes. You mentioned uh, diabetes and obesity. Your lead product candidate is for metabolic disease. You're in the clinic here. What's the lead indication and how does your candidate work? Sure. So this is an area I'm sure that your listeners will appreciate is of incredibly high unmet need, given that obesity, for example, is one of the single largest underlying causes of chronic diseases in the United States. And uh, overnutrition is actually a larger global problem than undernutrition. So this has been a very tough area. We've seen some recent advances by Lilly and Novo in in bringing forward injectable therapies uh, that produce between 10 to 20% weight loss. So this is really kind of a game changer in this field. And our approach is to essentially develop oral agents for the treatment of type 2 diabetes and obesity 
that um, have, you know, can achieve also kind of that 10% weight loss threshold that's considered so clinically meaningful. So how are we doing this? Again, we used our single cell sequencing to understand what cell types we actually wanted to target in the gut that would release the full spectrum of these important hormones that are involved in satiety. So telling your brain that you're full and you should stop eating or and glucose control because some of these hormones have overlapping functions. And so once we identified those receptors, we created small molecules that are gut targeted um, that actually bind to those receptors. And again, with the goal of eliciting the entire spectrum of hormones, you can almost think about it as tapping into your body's kind of natural physiology, um, but almost in a super physiologic way. And we see very impressive effects on both glucose control and on body weight in our preclinical models. And we are currently in the clinic in phase one studies uh, with this approach. You're also in the clinic for gastrointestinal disease. What's your lead candidate targeting and how does it work? Yes, so we're very interested in gut barrier function. So there's a increasing understanding that having an intact barrier, an intact epithelium, tight junctions between cells is important for overall health and well-being. And the defects in that barrier can result in uh, disease. And this area, uh, there's evidence that targeting gut barrier function can be helpful in inflammatory bowel disease, where it's very clear there's a defect in the barrier and there are lesions actually in the intestine. Uh, diseases like celiac, um, food allergy, these are other areas of interest to us. So we see a broad opportunity here. It's a relatively new area. So there are no approved therapeutics for the treatment of barrier function. But at Calliope, we're not trying to do anything incremental. So we're leveraging our platform and uh, the expertise we have internally uh, to develop uh, essentially um, um, molecules that will result in a more intact or a healthy gut barrier. And that program is also uh, in phase one studies in the clinic. In the area of neurologic conditions, you're still preclinical. Your lead candidate is for migraines. What's the case for targeting the gut to treat migraines? Yeah, so great question. Uh, so again, as I mentioned earlier, vagal nerve stimulation has been approved for cluster headache associated with migraine. So there's definitely some reason to believe that by tapping into this system, you can have um, beneficial effects on migraine. Uh, when I mentioned some of the more translational components of our platform, uh, and I'd like to come back to one of them, but we have a proprietary human genetics platform uh, that we anticipate um, uh, this approach uh, will be published shortly, uh, probably early next year. And for this, we use it. We use this platform not only for target discovery, but also um, in order to build confidence in the targets that we pursue. 
And it was out of this genetics platform that we identified a novel target for migraine. And so that target is um, currently being pursued and in preclinical studies. I should note that that is a peripheral target. So it's not a, um, a target that's in the central nervous system, um, but it is also not a gut target. Calliope completed a $236 million Series D financing in February 2022 in what's been a difficult financing environment. How far will that take you, and how are you thinking about future fundraising? Right. So that um, we were very excited to uh, be able to accomplish that raise, and as you say, in what was a tough environment. Um, we were able to add some amazing new investors to our existing syndicate of investors um, who I think were very excited about the programs that we have and the potential of the platform. So we anticipate that that financing will take us through the next few years and uh, through a number of important clinical milestones. And really kind of based on our experience over the next year or so where we do have uh, these very important clinical readouts, uh, that will really determine how we think about future financing for the company. Nancy Thornberry, Chair of R&D for Calliope. Nancy, thanks so much for your time today. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. The Bio Report is a production of the Levine Media Group. To automatically download this podcast each week, Subscribe to our RSS feed or through iTunes or other podcast manager. To join our mailing list, go to levinemediagroup.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to drop us a line or are interested in sponsoring this podcast, send email to danny at levinemediagroup.com. Special thanks to Jonah Levine, who composed our theme music, and the Jonah Levine Collective, which performs it.